Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World, with CEO and award-winning author, Yvette Bethel. This podcast is dedicated to supporting leaders with a variety of solutions to build trust, inspire authentic change, and improve morale within your organization. Learn how to grow your people, build your culture, and transform your results. Welcome to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. I'm your host, Yvette Bethel, and this episode is about workplace burnout. There are organizational cultures where the word burnout is used so often that it becomes meaningless or nondescript, like the word nice. Or worse, it can become a negative trigger to leaders who do not accept burnout as an actual state and label persons who use the term as chronic complainers. In the modern workplace, stress levels can run high, especially in organizations that place an overwhelming burden on staff, imposing extreme targets. Burnout, to some, means constantly working for long hours, making every effort to exceed sometimes seemingly impossible targets. In this context, It can mean being pushed to the limits. And for some, it can mean being in a sustained state of anxiety or fear. Burnout even happens when persons love their work. These persons are always working, achieving, and exceeding targets that seem unreasonable. They work extended hours and thrive on complex challenges. They're usually engaged, and over time, they start to show signs of fatigue, even though they are typically driven. These employees can operate at an optimal level for extended periods, as long as they can derive what they need, whether it's meaning, purpose, or achievement. When top performers experience burnout, they encounter a wall, and this can be due to insufficient challenge or meaning. It can also surface because of boredom. Symptoms of burnout for top talent and all other co-workers are errors, slowed productivity, and various signs of disengagement like absenteeism and turnover. When employees are overworked and in a state of perpetual anxiety because of their targets and the threat of job loss, this can be made worse when there are no breaks in pace or output. When emotions are sustained at high levels, this can lead to emotional burnout. Now, emotional burnout happens when persons are not being developed and there are no real opportunities for growth. These persons can experience a combination of hopelessness and anxiety, perhaps a little frustration, especially if they were led to believe there's a possibility that they could be promoted. Physical and emotional burnout can coexist with mental burnout. Mental burnout is a disengaged state, and this can happen when a person is in the same job for 5, 10, or even 15 years, and there are no perceived opportunities for career progress. All they experience is a steady increase in volumes of work. Burnout is important for leaders to attune to because if you do not, 
your team will show signs of weakening, like lateness, absenteeism, and retention challenges that I mentioned before. While productivity may not subside, you can lose capacity in the medium to long term as your engagement levels decline and you lose talent. Sometimes human resource departments introduce wellness programs to counteract burnout. If the wellness program is not part of a comprehensive strategy that simultaneously addresses the root causes of workplace fatigue, positive results may be short-lived. The remedy for burnout starts with revisiting your strategic priorities because goals and leadership norms are most likely contributing. If strategic decision makers are willing to slow down revenue generation and recalibrate policies and processes while introducing HR programs and building trust, collectively, these steps can set the stage for a gradual shift from burnout to engagement. According to Gallup researchers, employers should create engagement as a developmental program and not another goal to be measured. According to Gallup, an annual survey by itself does not help anyone. The survey should be just an audit of whether things are getting better. But the program should be all about providing managers with learning and tools to increase engagement within their teams, week in and week out through ongoing conversations between managers and their employees. Another possible solution that will take time to implement is to ensure managers are no longer appointed because of their technical strengths only. Instead, based on their achievement of a healthy balance between technical and leadership competencies. Managers who focus more on the work than the needs of the team can contribute to physical, emotional, and mental burnout because they have assumed the role of enforcer instead of facilitator. In the modern workplace, there are circumstances that have never existed before. Baby boomers are taking longer to retire. Millennials are not loyal to employers and are having children later in life. Then there is the artificial intelligence revolution. Many leaders are unprepared for what the new reality means. As the global environment continues to evolve, it's important to consider how to identify and address the root causes of burnout in order to ensure sustainability of continuously improving engagement levels. Thank you for joining me at Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Join me this and every Monday for a new episode. In the meantime, remember, always continue to evolve. Thanks for listening to Evolve, Mastery for Leading a New World. Visit YvetteBethel.com to learn more about Yvette's leadership programs and to download her free gift, success tips for igniting your career.